You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. 402-342-1290-800-577-1290. If you'd like to uh, jump into the conversation at any time, in a second we're going to play a, a clip from uh, pa- Paul Ryan's town hall, which I thought, Alan, was a pretty good move uh, from his standpoint to at least get out there and uh, take some of the heat uh, off of what's going on. Because I saw on Twitter that I think the ACA or something like that Related to this was the number one searched. And it was. It was? Yes. So if you search hashtag ACA, which is the Affordable Care Act, you will find uh, Edie Bellis, which is the organization that I represent that is uh, in charge of promoting and uh, producing this show. And um, we are... uh, we are full of all these stories that we're, we're going to be talking about. But uh, let's take a quick, quick listen to uh, Paul Ryan. He's questioned by a person that has pre-existing conditions. We'll listen to the question and, and part of his response, and then we'll uh, provide some of our thoughts. I was a Republican, and I worked for the Reagan and Bush campaigns. Just like you, I was opposed to the Affordable Care Act. When it was passed, I told my wife, we would close our business before I complied with this law. Then, at 49, I was given six weeks to live Mm. with a very curable type of cancer. We offered three times the cost of my treatments, which was rejected. They required an insurance card. Thanks to the Affordable Care Act, I'm standing here today alive. Being both a small business person Mm -hmm. and someone with pre-existing conditions, I rely on the Affordable Care Act to be able to purchase my own insurance. Why would you repeal the Affordable Care Act without a replacement? Oh, we we wouldn't do that. We want to replace it with something better. We believe that state high-risk pools are a smarter way of guaranteeing coverage for people with pre-existing conditions. We had a really good one in Wisconsin. Uh, Utah had a great one. I was talking with a congresswoman from, Mich- from Washington today who was telling me how good their state high-risk pool is. What I mean when I say this is about 8% of all the people under 65 have that kind of pre-existing condition. Uh, my mother-in-law, cancer, she had melanoma in her 20s, breast cancer in her 50s, ovarian cancer in her 60s. People just have these things. And we don't want people to go poor or bankrupt because this thing happens to them. So we obviously want to have a system where they can get affordable coverage without going bankrupt because they get sick. But we can do that without destroying the rest of the healthcare system for everybody else. That's the point I'm trying to make. What we should have done was fix what was broken in healthcare without breaking what was working in healthcare, and that's what, unfortunately, Obamacare did. So, by financing state high-risk pools to guarantee people get affordable coverage when they have a pre-existing condition like yourself, what you're doing is you're dramatically lowering the price of insurance for everybody else. So if we say, let's just as taxpayers, and I agree with this, finance the coverage for those 8% of Americans under 65 in a condition like yours, they don't have to be covered or paid for by their small business or their insurer who's buying the rates for the rest of the people in their insured pool, and you dramatically lower the price for the other 92% of Americans. Let's just directly fix that 
so that everybody else can get more competitive rates and they don't have to pay for insurance to try and cover for those kinds of really expensive people. The problem with um, Obamacare, the actuaries call it a death spiral. It's a really kind of ugly, gruesome term. But a death spiral is a mathematical term, they say, when the insurance gets so expensive, healthy people won't buy it because they, it's just a trade-off. The penalty to not buy it is a lot cheaper than buying the insurance, so healthy people won't buy it. Therefore, they won't go and per participate in the insurance pool to cover the losses that sicker people who have to have insurance buy it. That's what's happening to Obamacare now. So you have unhealthy people more buying it, healthy people not buying it, and that is why the rates are going up so much. That's why all the insurers are pulling out. Biggest health insurance company in the, in the country last year, United, yeah. pulled okay. out of Obamacare. So he, he kind of continues to go on and talk about stuff we've been saying here on the show for the last two years, which is, you know, right. large insurance companies pulling out, uh, less choice. But he brought up that term death spiral, and I think um, people need to be more aware of, of that because I think that's precisely why, why there's so many problems right, right now right. with the coverage uh, thing. <clears throat> Man, there's so much going on in the ACA with um, payment reform and – you know this Medicaid expansion and all this other stuff. Everybody's focusing on these subsidies and everything, but ignoring the the big stuff that's on the back end of this. And stuff. that's my problem with what's going on is we're talking about the the eight percent and the small, easy stuff to fix. They're not really getting to the root of the other ninety two percent of the issues that 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 are causing problems all across all sectors of health care, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's health care insurance, pharmaceutical drugs, specialty drugs, hospitals, clinics, doc, you know, the hiring of, hiring of doctors, going to medical school, on and on and on, payment of doctors through Medicaid and Medicare. We're, we're talking about a very small subset. Mm -hmm. And we've broken down the numbers before, but he said it was about 8% of the population. At the time the ACA was passed, there was 46 million people without insurance. Now, if it were to go away and they were to just get around to it, they're estimating that it would be about 51 million would not have insurance if the ACA went away. Right. But 150 to 160 million people get it through their employer. Right. And nobody except really us talks about what the ACA has done to the employer marketplace. Which is complicated even more. The per, If you've looked at your deductibles in the group insurance market, your your deductibles have gone up too. I mean, they haven't been lowered by any means. And, it, and it's become more complicated to figure out uh, exactly what you do owe, uh, whether it's, you know, your doctor, your hospital. I mean, there's all kinds of things going on in that market. Yeah. So, anyways, he's talking about the 8% with this death spiral. Right. And uh, the reason that there's a problem is um, eventually prices go up and um, and sick people don't uh, are the only ones that purchase insurance because they absolutely need it and healthy people do not purchase insurance. And so that's where the numbers just don't mathematically start to work after a certain point. Right. And you look at the death spiral in that part of the market, did look at specialty drugs and how those, the the increases, the giant increases in the cost of specialty drugs, uh, you have a very small subset of your population that requires those. What was it like? 
two to three percent mm-hmm. are controlling what eighty percent of the pharmaceutical costs more than that probably less yeah but still still you see those specialty drugs you know EpiPen for example is one they had it by the way a news came out about them a a, a much more cost effective uh, competitor of EpiPen just came out I think this week yeah well and CVS said that they were going to release a two pack of uh, a competitor pins with an auto inject for what was it two for a hundred and ten I think it was so fifty five a pin mm-hmm. so so it's a little bit less still a, bit, a lot yeah but yeah I mean the these pharmaceutical industry is uh you know and by the way during the uh, budget debate they did bring up the um importation of of drugs and and a lot of uh let me just put it this way. You want to know who's in the hip pocket of Big Pharma? Go look, look at, at that, that vote. vote. Look at that vote. And and you will tell who is in the hip pocket of Pharma. Um, like Cory Booker? Yeah. It went down, what was it, 54, 46, or 52? It was like within six to eight votes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just look at that vote and, and complain about those senators that voted the other way on that bill like Cory Booker for one he's supposed to be a, a candidate for president in 2020 from the Democrat side so it's nice to see him get it kicked off at the Senate Judiciary Committee this week yeah that was kind of weak yes um, but whatever um, we're gonna take a time out here and then we're gonna un- unveil a potential uh, pr- replacement plan by from one of our favorite senators uh, who is also a physician, Rand Paul, pretty smart guy. Kind of a little out there, a little bit. but Oh, just a tad. He kind of grows on you, but we've got his uh, uh, so, some clips from him uh, coming up next on, on the actual mechanics of getting it replaced. And then we're going to talk, uh, as far as our diving into health policy segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about health IT and what that might look like when or if. Uh, something might change in the law. What would that affect health IT? And how far have we come in the last 10 years with health IT? And then there's some problems out there too, and we'll, we'll talk about them. This is America's Healthcare Challenge. Check out the show online, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, or on our SoundCloud page with all of our, um, our great content. It really is good stuff. You should check it out. Just search Edie Bellis or America's Healthcare Challenge, and you'll find over... 600 segments and be one of the over 30,000 people that have uh, started listening to us on SoundCloud. We'll be back right after this.